so then just a reminder if you're just joining us or if you haven't heard we do know that a manhunt is underway across Europe the BBC reporting that prosecutors have identified uh, a suspect in that deadly Berlin Christmas market attack which claimed at least 12 lives it left dozens more injured and we obviously wish them the uh, speediest recovery possible but Anis Amri 23 years old from Tunisia Apparently he could be armed and dangerous. And uh, we now can welcome on the line Dr. Daniel Lorenz, researcher at the Institute of Social and Cultural Anthropology at Freie Universität Berlin, to talk more about how this is all going to affect Germany's already critical refugee policy. Good morning to you from Seoul. Thanks again for, for speaking with us on the show. Good morning. Uh, thanks for having me. So... This uh, latest development uh, with a manhunt underway, as I said, as the BBC describes it, this is obviously being widely reported across the world now, uh, a reward of up to €100,000. There's a lot of hope that they're going to track him down. How significant would it be if, indeed, it was a 23-year-old Tunisian who was behind this attack, uh, compared with all the uh, Syrian refugees and others who've been seeking to flee war zones? Oh, well, this uh, we can't really tell at the moment, but I guess this will really deeply affect German policy. I mean, uh, there are some parties who have just been waiting for something like this to happen um, and to change the ongoing policy. So this will have a major impact. And it just started yesterday that parties come up with their claims and their demands, what should change now in the German refugee policy. And, and just one more point on this suspect. He'd actually been under surveillance already in Germany on suspicion of trying to buy guns. That will also fuel that fire, won't it? Yes, it will. But it will also raise some serious questions about the, the police and why they did not track him anymore in the last month and, and what they have been doing um, as they already had him under surveillance in March to September, I guess. How much of an impact then do you see this having on the many, many innocent people who are just seeking refuge? Well, they will face uh, serious allegations, I guess. Um, I mean, the, the, the situation is already quite, quite provocative here at some spaces. We had all those attacks against refugee homes in the past month and perhaps this will even increase now as people start to blame refugees in general for being responsible for this. But but is that not still a, a very minority position? Do, do most Germans not um, recognize the, the need to offer shelter? Uh, yes, I guess, uh, I mean, well, we have to see that the public opinion changed over the last month. Um, we had more of this welcoming culture there was a really huge majority last year, but there have been changes over the, the past months that we see. I mean, still, there's only a, a small minority that will really attack refugee homes or, or um, argue against those people. But still, um, public opinion is changing mm. in the back, especially now as more parties keep raising claims. Yeah. Uh, about refugee policies. Well, especially as Chancellor Angela Merkel, who embraced nearly 900,000 refugees last year, is seeking a fourth term next September. And clearly, there will be some 
parties who are standing against this mass inflow of people who could, you know, they could attract support from, from others who wouldn't necessarily go and carry out attacks, but who might still support their cause. This, this might be, and I mean, we already saw some some um, significant changes in the last past twelve months uh, when it comes to the the policies towards refugees. With the upcoming elections, it all gets more more tense here. Um, mm. And well, we see that um, that even though the numbers of refugees coming in dropped significantly since the beginning of 2016. It has been an ongoing uh, political issue here, how to deal with those people that are here and, and what kind of refugee and immigration policy Germany should have. So we saw some significant changes in the domestic policies towards refugees here. Um, there have been some cutbacks in the rights, um, the, the free movement is restricted within Germany and so on. And there have been, uh, the government has been much more strict when it comes to deportations. So there have been some treaties with foreign countries, especially in Africa, and they have taken up again deportations to Afghanistan. And this all is closely related to the upcoming elections and uh, to show here that there's a change in the policy going on. But um, the, the fact that the police knew about this suspect whilst of course they will attract criticism for not continuing to monitor him for whatever reason but the fact they knew about him can be seen as a plus as well uh, th that it's not just a case that you have all these various people from different countries completely unmonitored and, and, and free to commit whatever acts of terror they like um, I mean, they are not completely unmonitored. They are registered here. And perhaps there are few people that have different identities. Um, but this is also due to the process of registration that took place. Um, but I guess even though if you monitor people, you can't really avoid that they take a truck and, mm. and use it as a weapon. I mean, this is not like buying, buying a gun or, or something where you could really do something, but this is really like taking um, things from, from everyday life and use them as a weapon. And it's, it's quite hard yeah. to deal with those kind of situations, even though you consider someone to be dangerous. You can't just put them into prison before they do anything. I mean, the big question here, as we try to wrestle with this important question of how you handle uh, refugees and, and migration questions, generally speaking, is is whether Berlin was a fair target. Uh, why Berlin would have been targeted at all? And why Germany, which, which has done so much more than other nations to, to support people from many different countries, but many Muslims included? Yeah, well, I think especially Germany might be a target if it comes to, to, um, to Germany's policy in the past. If the idea of terrorism is to, to have some, some kind of um, ongoing struggle within those countries, then perhaps especially Germany might be a ground mm. to, to force an attack. Yeah, well, looking at it from that very sinister position, it, it sadly does make sense, doesn't it? But tell us a bit more about Berlin. It is not a city where rightist groups would gain that much traction, is it? No, no. It, it's just minority we have here. I mean, we, we have the problem 
everywhere in Germany that we have far right wing groups, but I don't consider it that much of, of a large mm. problem here that it is in other parts of the country. And in terms of how they will be using this attack potentially for political gain, uh, which in itself just sounds wrong, doesn't it? But the the idea that this was an attack on Christians by an Islamic extremist, do, do, do you buy that suggestion anyway that uh, Donald Trump himself has put forward in the United States? No, not really. I mean, Germany is, is not only a, a Christian country. There are a lot of religions here. There are a lot of people from, from different cultural backgrounds, especially in, in Berlin, which is very multicultural. Mm. So considering this just an attack on, on Germans or Christians is just really simply it, it yeah. simplifies the problem here. And to really, also, I mean, Trump tries to argue for his own, for his own good here and uh, for his own idea of, of the struggle that is going on. But, but there is, of course, the symbolism of a Christmas market. Yes, yes, sure, sure, that might be. But I think this comes also from from the direction of if it was IS, then then perhaps this makes sense that uh, they target a Christmas market. But if one thinks a bit further, then one should see that the Christmas markets here they're not only for Christians. There are other people of from course. other religions. Well, that I they mean. Use those places and it's just a public place here you, you where go, people go in those times yeah. sorry because we're short on time but i was just going to say you go back to 9-11 and you see muslim victims there and all, all sorts of attacks that don't seem to make sense sectarianism within yeah. islam and and so on one final question that i wanted to ask you though dr lawrence is what do you think should happen next should germany send out a clear message to its people that it is taking this issue even more seriously? Should it cut back further on refugees? Is that even going to come close to solving the possibility of future attacks? I don't think that, that this will really solve the problem of, of future attacks. I mean, it might have been now the way that um, IS is using the, the coming in of, of refugees to... to um, to use this way of getting in, but if they really want to have an attack here, they will find other ways to get in. And perhaps it's even more important now to go on with those refugee policies and to offer shelter to all those people that need it. We have a humanitarian crisis going on uh, in, in the Middle East, and there needs to be some kind of humanitarian answer to those problems as well. We can't just only focus on terror issues, but we have to keep in mind that there is a war going on mm. and that we see a humanitarian crisis in Aleppo and in other places of the world. Dr. Lawrence, I think sending a warning about the politicization of humanitarian questions, which for many do come first. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. Dr. Daniel. Have a nice day. Yeah, you, you too. Have a good night over there in Berlin. Dr. Daniel Lorenz from Freie Universität Berlin. And if you want to get in touch with us, uh, any response to that interview or any questions on this topic going forward, of course, South Korea hasn't exactly uh, welcomed open the doors to uh, refugees from any country except for North Korea. You can get in touch by text Powder Sharp 1013 for 51 per message. You can do so as well via Facebook. Search TBS EFM this morning.